Welcome to the Finn Sports Football Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony John Valetti Jr. If this is your first time here on the podcast, welcome. Glad to have you here. If it's not your first time, welcome back. And, uh, whew. Let me start off by saying this. This is going to be a chill episode of the podcast. Like, very chill. Uh, it is currently 9.35 in the morning. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. I'm in my room on my bed. Literally, like normally when I do a podcast, I'm all like proper sitting up in Dolphins attire. Like I'm in like my lounge clothes, pajama pants, baggy, you know, sweatshirt. It's cloudy outside. It's going to snow where I am. So like low, low, like you're not going to hear me raise my voice in this. Like this is just like a chill podcast because what we're talking about is uh, pretty heavy. Uh, it's pretty severe. It's honestly probably the most major thing I've ever talked about on the podcast. Maybe. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll get into it. Uh, but as you guys probably know already by the title of the video and really what's been going on in Dolphins Twitter lately. Uh, not really Dolphins Twitter. The NFL. Brian Flores, former coach of the Miami Dolphins, has sued the NFL Um due to racial issues in the hiring and firing process is basically what it boils down to. Now, ultimately, um, this lawsuit, it it doesn't, we're going to read what it pertains to with the Dolphins uh, because honestly, at first, when I read about, you know, what was going on in the case, I assumed that the Dolphins, this is why you should always read things and not just like go based off what someone says on Twitter, but I assumed based off of like the Dolphins involvement that we were like the biggest part of this uh, suit. The Dolphins are mentioned in like literally two, so there's uh, sections of the lawsuit. It's like one through I don't even know how far it goes. It's like 40 or 50. I'm trying to look right now how far it goes. How many sections of this are there? There's 100. Let's see. It's up in the hundreds. It's like 150 or something. And the dolphins are mentioned in like two sections. It's uh, the exact sections that were mentioned in are sections 14 and 15. And 16, actually. 14, 15, 16. So three sections of the actual lawsuit. Um, And it's weird because, and I haven't really pieced this together, but the Dolphins are mentioned in the lawsuit, even though the lawsuit is about racial misconduct when it came to firing and hiring, uh, which, i.e., he's basically suing the NFL because he's saying that you know, he didn't get a job or he got fired, I guess, or how he was treated when he did have the job is because of the color of his skin. I think that's really what the lawsuit's about. And a lot of the lawsuit has to do with the John Gruden emails, has to do with Dan Reeves over with the Washington football team. Like, it's not just a Brian Flores lawsuit. It is a dealing with the whole NFL of racial injustice in the NFL when it comes to coaching hires lawsuit. But again, let's talk about just what pertains to the Miami Dolphins because let me just say this now before I get into my opinions about this whole allegation, everything going on. If you've been someone who has listened to the podcast for a long time, number one, thank you for being here through all of this. Uh, I know it hasn't been easy, but if you've been someone who's been here from the beginning, you know kind of my thoughts on hiring minority and black head coaches and general managers in the NFL. I did a podcast episode. Um, I want to say it was after the 2019 season, maybe the 2020 season. It was like before this past season. And I kind of just talked about how uh, before I knew of the Deshaun Watson allegations. I talked about how like I understand why Deshaun Watson wants to come here because we we were the only team in the NFL to have a black head coach and a black general manager. And to me, 
football aside, X's and O's, like I was just super proud to be a Dolphin fan because a big problem in the NFL is that a lot of owners think that you are qualified for a head coaching job based off the color of your skin, which is a pretty archaic way of thinking. It's very wrong. But it's the reality. That's why there's only one black NFL head coach in, in the league anymore, and it's Mike Tomlin. Uh, and so for a long time, like I was super happy with the organization because I truly felt in my heart that with the Dolphins having a black head coach and a black general manager and the fact that we were having success, right? We went 10 and 6. We, you know, we didn't tank, which obviously is something we got to talk about. I really thought that like it would it would spark change in the NFL and that more teams would have um, you know more diverse coaching and uh, front offices. Unfortunately, that hasn't really happened. Uh, you know, which is it's sad. It, you know, it's really there's nothing I can do about it. But you know, I need to say that beforehand because how I feel about this case is. N- when it pertains to the Dolphins is what I'm going to focus on rather than like the whole case of, you know, itself. Like, again, I have to be careful with my words because I'm not going to talk about Brian Flores' whole case, okay? As far as just that in general, he has a right to say everything he said and he has a very valid point. Uh, there's no reason why Matt Eberflus should have gotten a job before Eric Bieniemy. There's no reason why coaches out there in college football are able to get jobs before black assistant coaches like offensive coordinators or defensive coordinators. There's no reason why the whole argument when it comes to Eric Bieniemy is he has Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Meanwhile, people, again, like a Matt Eberflus a Brian Dable can get a coach when they can get a coaching job when they had, you know, uh, you know, Josh Allen as their quarterback or they had never called plays before or even if they did call plays like they were surrounded with a great team. And when I came out with my initial head coaching search candidate list, uh, that was the reason Eric Bieniemy was number one on my list because I was like, he should at least get an interview. I mean, the dude, again, what's what's the argument against him? What? He does call plays in Kansas City. And if you're going to critique him because he has Patrick Mahomes and the weapons he has, then how did Brian Dable get a job? You know what I mean? So, like, I understand exactly what Flores is saying because it's not really just about him. It's about just racial hiring in the NFL is kind of busted and it should be brought to the league's attention. Uh, but I will say this, like as, as strongly as I do feel about how wrong it is, I don't really see anything changing. And the reason for that is because like, again, even though I agree that the NFL needs to hire more black owner or black coaches, black general managers, there needs to be more black owners. The reality is like the owners aren't black and they're old white billionaires and they're going to hire people that they want, that they like, that they feel close to, people who talk like them, people who look like them. And it's it's sad. It's horrible, but it's true. And so my thing with this whole case, Dolphins aside, because again, the Dolphins aren't really mentioned in this case that much. The, the Dolphins really shouldn't even be involved in this case. And we'll get to that, why they are involved. But like... I just worry that nothing really is going to happen from this case, that the hiring process, nothing's going to change. Uh, And I really don't see a a solution. I don't really know how you fix that until you get like more owners that look like the coaches you want them to hire. I don't know. It's, It's a crazy NFL and it's a busted NFL, but it is the NFL, you know? So I just needed to talk about that because again, a lot of this podcast is going to focus on the Miami Dolphins side of the case rather than the whole premise of the case itself because I don't think there's a podcast out there that doesn't agree with the premise of the case like yeah the NFL should have more black coaches and black owners and black general managers and it's absolutely ridiculous that they don't okay 
So, um, again, I'm not really going to talk about that. But let's talk about the Dolphins' involvement. And I'm going to read verbatim, word for word, the uh, articles or the sections of the lawsuit that pertain to Miami. Okay, it starts off with section 14. In January 2022, Mr. Flores, who spent three years as the head coach of the defendant Miami Dolphins, found himself without a job. He was fired by the Dolphins after leading the team to its first back-to-back winning seasons since 2003. The purported basis for his termination was alleged poor collaboration. In reality, the writing had been on the wall since Mr. Flores' first season as head coach of the Dolphins when he refused his owner's directive to tank for the first pick in the draft. Indeed, during the 2019 season, Miami's owner Stephen Ross told Mr. Flores he would pay him $100,000 for every loss, and the team's GM Chris Greer told Flores that Steve was mad that he... uh, that or sorry, he was mad that Mr. Flores' success in winning games that year was compromising draft position. Okay, so let's start off with that because that's the first issue that they talk about. The first issue that they talk about is um, apparently, basically, Ross asked Brian Flores to tank. Now, again, I don't, this is my issue with the cases. I'm not really sure why the Dolphins are involved in this case because I guess what he's saying, I guess Brian Flores is is implying that he was treated this way because he is black and a normal head coach wouldn't have been asked to do this. I don't know. I think that's more of an indictment on Ross than race. I mean, Ross had the most diverse front office and head coaching staff in the NFL for the last three years. So I'm not really sure why the Dolphins are involved in this, but we got to talk about it. Uh, Let me just say this about tanking. Uh, The NFL is going to learn. Owners are going to look at this and and reevaluate how they tank because every team tanks that at least wants to set their franchise up for future success. Okay, look at the Bengals. Look at the Jaguars. Look at the Lions this year. Okay, like. Teams, yeah, you may not agree with tanking and no team, no owner should go out and openly say, you need to lose and I will pay you to lose. That is horrible. It's a horrible look. But here's the thing. Every team tanks. And of course, the Miami Dolphins failed to tank. They didn't do it the right way. They didn't get the guy they wanted, Joe Burrow. And on top of it, not only did you fail to tank, but your owner who's never supposed to get involved in those types of things, like telling the coach to tank, he did. And that's horrible. And obviously now, because he was fired by the Miami Dolphins, he's bitter and he's taking it out on them. Again, do I agree with tanking? I don't agree with a head coach um, having to be told to tank. I don't agree with that. I think it's that's that's horrible. That's a horrible situation to be put in to where your owner's saying I'll pay you to lose. That's that's a horrible look. But I will say this. Um most teams don't have this issue. <laughs> okay, and and we can we can act like we care so much like oh man, the Dolphins like Stephen Ross wanted to lose. Well, well, uh, if you would have lost, you would have had Joe Burrow, and Joe Burrow's playing in a Super Bowl right now with a roster that is far inferior to the Dolphins. Okay, so like, again, the Dolphins aren't the only team that tries to tank, and I, like, I don't care that the Dolphins tried to tank. I care that Ross is this incompetent, that he was that stupid to, if this is true, again, this is assuming it's all true, um... If this is all true, number one, if you're Stephen Ross, are you an idiot? Like, why would you, if you know Brian Flores is going to be a very, very good head coach in the NFL when you hire him, why would you ask him to tank if you know he won't? Because certainly you brought it up in interviews. Certainly you brought it up that, you know, like, like you would have seen his competitive demeanor. Why would you ask him to tank? And on top of it, knowing that you knew Brian Flores knew all of this about you, why would you fire him? At least on these type of standings. Like, if you knew he had this much dirt on you, why did you fire him? 
So here's my thing. Tanking, it's common. Every NFL team does it when they suck. But the proper way to do it is hire a coach who's willing to tank. And two, don't get involved. Don't tell the don't, don't tell the coach to tank. Let him suck or fail on his own. Let the team lose on its own. And you live with whatever draft capital you get. If you don't want, if you're that hell bent on getting the number one overall pick, then hire a coach that you don't think can win. I'm sorry that sounds horrible, but if you're going to tank, if you're going to purposefully try to lose, at least do it the right way like all other teams do it. Right? You want to tank, you hire Zach Taylor and you have a horrible roster. You want to tank, you know, get Dan Campbell to be your head coach. You want to tank, have, you know, look at the Jacksonville Jaguars last year before they took Trevor Lawrence. Like, if you want to tank, do it the right way. Don't hire a guy like Brian Flores who came from New England, only knows one thing, how to win, and then you're going to tell him to lose even though you know damn well he's not going to want to. Again, do I care that Stephen Ross wanted to tank? No, because most teams do want to tank. And we're going to get to it a little, but I think it's kind of weak that it's even being brought up in this allegation. I don't really know why the Dolphins are involved in it. I'll talk about my theory of why they are. But um, yeah, so that's the first part is that the Dolphins, Stephen Ross asked Brian Flores to tank and told him I will pay you $100,000 for every loss this season. Uh, But also something we're not noting, I guess Brian Flores made over a million dollars because we lost 11 games. So that's my thing. Like, did Brian Flores take the money? <laughs> We're not talking about that. Like, like, did he take the money? Is, is he like a million dollars richer now because he lost 11 games? Because at the end of the day, the Dolphins still sucked. Like, yeah, we won five games, but like we still were horrible. It just so happens that other teams like the Bengals knew how to do it the proper way, right? You hire a coach like Zach Taylor who isn't going to do anything for your franchise, and then you suck, and then you get Joe Burrow, and two years later, you're in the Super Bowl. So that's that. Next up, after the end of the 2019 season, Mr. Ross began to pressure Flores to recruit a prominent quarterback in violation of league tampering rules. Mr. Flores repeatedly refused to comply with the improper directives. Undeterred, in the winter of 2020, Mr. Ross invited Flores onto a yacht for lunch. Shortly after he arrived, Ross told Flores that the prominent quarterback was quote-unquote, conveniently arriving at the marina. Obviously, Ross had attempted to set up a purportedly impromptu meeting between Flores and the quarterback. Flores refused the meeting and left the yacht immediately. After the incident, Flores was treated with disdain and held out as someone who was non-compliant and difficult to work with. Here's the thing. Let me just say this right now. Um, If you think in your right mind that... Stephen Ross is the only owner or only head coach to tamper in the NFL. You uh, clearly do. You clearly are living in a fantasy world. Okay. I was told this and I believe this for a hundred percent fact to his family reached out to a person I talked to to his father reached out to a person I talked to and told him that the Dolphins told Tua they were going to draft him months before the draft. Joe Burrow got the playbook from the Bengals months before he was drafted. If you don't think that teams tamper, you're lying to yourself and you're living in a childish kid world where everything's sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows. Okay. Do I agree with tampering? To be honest with you, I think tampering is kind of the dumbest rule in the NFL. I don't really quite get it. Like, I I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't understand why tampering is a bad thing. Like, yeah, obviously I think that you shouldn't be allowed to pay someone beforehand, but I'm confused why I can't meet with someone to try to get them to get on my team. Like, am I not trying to negotiate? Am I not trying to uh, attract this guy to my team? I think the whole tampering thing's kind of stupid. The quarterback they're talking about is Tom Brady, by the way. I was told that, and that's kind of been coming out in circulation. Tom Brady wanted to come to the Dolphins, which again, like, 
what are we getting mad at Ross about? I'll, I'll talk about Ross and why he's an idiot, regardless of the allegations. But we're getting mad at Ross that he wanted to get Joe Burrow or Tom Brady. I mean, let that sink in for a little. But anyway, uh, I don't understand what the problem is that, that Ross invited Flores onto a yacht and tried to say, hey, you should hire the greatest quarterback of all time. Again, Flores is just mad because he's a Bill Belichick, you know, clone. Bill Belichick is sour with Tom Brady. And uh, you know how bad of a look that would be for Bill Belichick, who admires Bill Belichick, or for Brian Flores, who admires Bill Belichick to sign Tom Brady. It would look absolutely horrible. So again, we're going to get mad at Stephen Ross for pushing his agenda and trying to get the greatest quarterback of all time on our team. You can get mad about that all you want. But we're also not going to get mad that the only reason Flores didn't want Tom Brady is like, why would you not want the greatest quarterback of all time on your team? Because you came from New England and Bill Belichick pushed him out the door, has a bad relationship, and you don't want to burn a bridge with Bill Belichick. Okay. Like, again, people, people under, understand, like, again, I'm, we're not even talking about race because everyone should agree that the NFL has issues with race when it comes to coaching. And we should all agree that it's a problem. The, the, the Dolphins has the Dolphins issues in here have nothing to do with race. For me to sit here and tell you and act like I really care that that Stephen Ross wanted Joe Burrow or the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, what are we doing? If it were if Stephen Ross had his way again, if Stephen Ross had his way, you wouldn't have to worry about Deshaun Watson. You wouldn't have even had to worry about Joe Burrow. Or Tua. If Steven Ross had his way, Tom Brady would be your quarterback right now. Or at least for the last two years, he would have been your quarterback. And we probably would have made it to an AFC Championship, maybe a Super Bowl. Who knows? So again, what I'm going to get mad that Steven Ross invited Flores onto a yacht and said, Hey, would you consider, would you sign the greatest quarterback of all time to our team? No, in fact, I'm actually mad at Flores because it's like, dude, the only reason you didn't sign him, if you put every other team in the NFL, aside from the Patriots in that situation, every single team, if their quarterback wasn't already like a top three quarterback would say yes. Like, let's just take a random team, the Cowboys, for instance, you're telling me if Mike McCarthy was invited on Jerry Jones yacht and he said, Hey, Tom Brady wants to play for us. Mike McCarthy would have been like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Like, that's what I'm saying. A lot of the stuff in this case, because the Dolphins stuff doesn't really deal with race. Uh, I mean, it does in a little bit, but as far as those two allegations, like, again, what am I supposed to be mad about? Like, yeah, the whole paying, that's that, that I'm mad because Stephen Ross is an idiot, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But like, again, I'm not going to act like this is a big deal. Like I care that much because again, I look at it and I'm like, okay, yes, it's wrong. But Brian Flores also comes from New England where they cheat all the time. And I'm confused why that's not an issue that he's bringing up. But he's bringing up like cheating now. Even though every team in the NFL does it. And at the same time, it was to get the greatest quarterback of all time on your team. And you said no because of your agenda with New England. So, I don't know. That the y'all can feel however you want. You can get mad at me. I'm not gonna be upset with Ross for tampering, quote unquote, which shouldn't even be a thing, and him trying to get Tom Brady on the Dolphins. Like I'm sorry. I can I can get on board more with the whole tanking thing because I agree with tanking. Uh the, sometimes you have to take a loss to take a step forward. You just shouldn't come openly out and say, Hey, can you tank? Like that's just a stupid move. But Ross is an idiot, and we we kind of all know that. And then the last thing they talk about the Dolphins. From this point forward, Flores was ostracized, and ultimately he was fired. He subsequently defa- defamed. He was subsequently defamed throughout the media and the league, as he was labeled by the Dolphins brass as someone who's difficult to work with. This is reflective of an all too familiar angry black man stigma that is often cast upon black men who are strong in their morals and convictions while white men are coined as passionate for those very same attributes. This, uh, this part really pisses me off to be completely frank with you. Um, 
I don't know what person was ostracized. I, I don't like, here's the thing. How are you ostracized, but you kept a job for two more years? If you were like, if Stephen Ross didn't want you, he would have fired you right there. He kept you for two more years. I'm confused who labeled him as the angry black man. No one's even talked about Brian Flores being the angry black man. Like you were an asshole to work with. That's not like a stigma made up. That's because, and again, I don't even care if I'm saying names. That's because players like Devontae Parker and Xavier Howard and Tua and Tua's trainer and Tua's father have all come out behind the scenes. And I've literally read messages saying how like he, the, the dude is an asshole and no one likes working with him. So what stigma is the media creating? In fact, the media really sided with Brian Flores. They were like, you got fired after two losing seasons. And it's like, that's what I'm saying. I don't really understand. Stephen Ross hired a black general manager, two black executives and a black coach. And thank God he did that because again, more owners should be doing stuff like that. It shouldn't be like, oh, you know, you're not qualified because of the color of your skin. That's so stupid. But like, I'm confused who was labeling him as the angry black man stigma. Like, I never thought, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking because that's, I never thought of as, of Brian Flores as like an angry black man, quote unquote, like they're saying. Like, no, the dude was very passionate about the game. And in fact, I loved it. Like when he almost killed the Cincinnati sideline, I was like willing to like die for that guy. But like you were an a-hole to work with. Ooh, and, and see, this is my problem with the whole entire Dolphins involvement in this case is, again, I'm, I'm saying the Dolphins involvement, not the case, the, the principle of the whole case itself. The Dolphins involvement in this case reeks of bitterness and resentment. It does. There's there's absolutely no reason for the Dolphins to be involved in this case. Like. He's mad. Like, uh, like this is my theory. Number one, there is obviously racial issues in the NFL when it comes to coaching. Excuse me, coaching hires. That is a fact. That's why there's only one black head coach in the NFL. And none have been hired this cycle yet. But if Brian Flores had gotten the new or the New York Giants job, for instance, say like they really wanted Brian Flores. I don't really think he's going to come out with this lawsuit. And I think the issue is he didn't get a job. Uh, Now, as far as it being about race, I don't know. I can tell you from my perspective, I wouldn't have hired Brian Flores even if he was white. I don't care what color of skin. You got fired and there's players literally saying behind the scenes you were one of the worst coaches they've ever worked with in their life. And you couldn't establish an offensive staff for three years. So my thing is, he's kind of like trying to deflect his own fault on why he got fired on race, which is wrong. Because there are many coaches out there that do get fired and don't get hired because of race. And the problem I have is there's coaches or players out there like a Colin Kaepernick, for instance, that won't get or blackballed from the NFL, not because of play on the field, but because of race. And now you're saying that coaches, you're not getting hired in the cycle because you are an African-American. Like that, that has nothing to do with it. I can understand if you're mad that Brian Dable got the job over you. I can understand if you're mad that Brian or Bill Belichick was texting you and he thought he was texting Brian Dable. That's all busted and it's wrong. But like, If I were a a GM and I just saw that you couldn't establish a coaching staff for three years and I'm hearing reports about how you treated players from players themselves, yeah, I'm not going to hire you. And like, you know, that's my thing is I feel like he's avoiding a lot of the issues of how bad of a head coach he was and he's just blaming it on you know, the fact that he thinks he's not getting hired because of race. And that's my problem is like, yeah, you can go out and bring up all the injustice in the NFL. Someone needs to. But like my whole thing with this case is why are the Dolphins even involved? 
Like, are you just talking about the Dolphins right now because you're mad that you got fired from them? Like, I'm sorry, Stephen Ross hired you. Stephen Ross has three executives above you that look like you. Okay, like, I don't think you can pin racism on your owner after he had the most diverse and diverse head coaching staff in the NFL and, and front office in the NFL. And really, you're only bringing up the tampering and tanking because I guess you're bitter towards them because you feel like you were fired after for, for, for what? For no reason. And that's my problem with this case is it's like I understand the rest of it. I do. But I just I really don't get why the Dolphins are involved in it. And that leads me to the next point about like what I think is what what will this cause? What's the future from here with the team? Um, regardless of the allegations, Ross should sell the team. And I, I've said this privately to some people like the allegations don't really change how I feel about Ross. Like Ross is a pathetic owner, period. The dude has two playoff appearances in 13 years, zero playoff wins, a 79 and 90 record, which literally is seven and nine. Right. Since he's been here, his record accumulates to seven and nine. Um, He's gone through four head coaches, one every three years. Right. He had bully gate happen under him. He changed the Dolphins logo to a whale because literally a dolphin can't even make the shape of our logo that we have currently. Right. You change the logo and you've had nothing but toxic mediocrity at best since you've gotten here. So like this, these allegations don't change my opinion on Stephen Ross. The dude needs to sell the team. He sucks. He doesn't understand football. But like as far as the allegations and what it's going to do to the team, I don't know, man. The NFL came out and made a statement and the statement was not pro Brian Flores. And again, I'm not going to sit here and say like whether I agree with their statement or not. Uh, Like the NFL came out and their statement basically said like, uh, let, let me read exactly what it said. The NFL and our clubs are deeply committed to ensuring equitable employment practices and continuing to make progress in providing equitable opportunities throughout our organizations. Diversity is core to everything we do, and there are few issues on which our clubs and our internal leadership spend more time on. We will defend against these claims, which are without merit. That's pretty strong. You're basically saying, yeah, we're going to defend against Brian Flores, who is, you know, unjustly and unfairly accusing us of all this stuff. Now, a lot of stuff in there, there's proof of like Bill Belichick's text, stuff like that. But I'm just letting people know, again, you you obviously know how I feel about, you know, hiring minority head coaches. My number one head coach candidate was Eric B And it's an embarrassment to the NFL that he hasn't gotten a head coaching job yet. You know, the proudest moment of me as a Dolphin fan, I have a podcast episode about it. I'm not making this up. My proudest moment as a Dolphin fan was the 2019-2020 season because it was like, yeah, all you other owners out there with your archaic ways, you should be bowing before us because we decided, hey, the color of a person's skin doesn't qualify them or not qualify them for a job. And now we have the most diverse coaching staff in front office in the NFL and we had three first round draft picks because our 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 general manager was able to you know manipulate cap space and draft capital to get first rounders three first rounders we won five games our first season and 10 games and we're getting better and better and all of you owners out there should take this as a learning lesson that you know again color of your skin does not qualify you or not qualify you for a job so like that I all agree with and but the reality is like I don't really know what this case is going to do because if the NFL is going to side with the owners and basically go against Brian Flores again the most polarizing and I guess influential movement of my time in the NFL has been Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick at one point, because of his movement, had literally like half of the NFL kneeling during the national anthem. Here we are like three or four years later, no one's kneeling anymore. 
they slapped a couple of decals on the back of people's helmets and he's blackballed from the NFL. So, you know, again, I, I, I'm not saying I agree with it. It's like saying, Hey, it's going to rain and then it's going to freeze. Like there's going to be black ice. I don't want black ice. I don't agree with it, but it's what's going to happen. And when I look at this case, what's most likely going to happen is, I don't know, maybe very minimal punishment from the NFL on owners, if any, maybe more so on the Dolphins because theirs is less about race. But I mean, what, what's going to change? Again, I don't agree with it, but how, how are you supposed to change things against billionaire NFL owners? You know, so I just worry and I fear that like all that's going to come of this case is regardless of whether or not like the allegations of Ross are true or not, he's probably going to be Brian Flores is probably going to be blackballed from the NFL. Okay, that's just like being completely honest. Again, I I don't agree with it. I don't think that he should be blackballed just because he's bringing up racial issues. But again, put yourself in the shoes of another NFL owner. Right? Like you don't want to be told what to do, even though you should, because again, your ways are archaic, but I don't want to be told what to do. And I just saw a head coach, like on top of it, not only do NFL owners wrongly not hire enough black executives and black head coaches, but on top of it, now you expect them to hire more after they just saw one who got fired, rat out his owner for wanting to tank and do things that they all do like tampering. You expect them to hire more minority head coaches now? Like, again, that's my problem. And that's why, like, it's just such a headache with, like, the racial issues in the NFL. Because it's like, how are we supposed to fix them? Until there's more black owners, the the issue is not going to be fixed. Because, again, you got a bunch of white billionaires and Roger Goodell works for them. So what do you expect to happen in this case? You expect Roger Roger Goodell to you know, let this case go through and stand behind Brian Flores and say, yeah, the NFL sucks. No, he'll lose his job. The NFL owners will pick a different owner or, or CEO of the NFL. So like when I look at this case, it's like the Dolphins don't really have any involvement on race. And I think it's kind of embarrassing to involve them in this racially because we had the most diverse staff up until like three weeks ago. Um, I think Brian Flores is is uh, kind of ignoring a lot of the faults he had as a coach, right? I think that, again, to say a guy who hired you, regardless of the color of your skin, has hired three NFL executives, regardless of the color of their skin, had the most diverse staff in the NFL, to say that he fired you simply because, I guess, you were treated wrongly as a black head coach because you weren't willing to tank is a pretty weak argument. I think you were fired because players have gone behind your back and said how horrible you are of a coach to work with. Um, You couldn't establish an offensive staff to save your life for three years. Uh, I think those were reasons why you were fired. And my problem is like, I think the dolphins were involved mainly because he's just mad. He's mad that he got fired and he's unwilling to accept that there were issues he had of why he got fired. Now, the rest of the case, again, here's the thing and why I don't really care about the Dolphins' involvement in this is because we're barely involved in this case as it is. Most of the issues we have are things the NFL, like all owners do, and I I, I barely see the Dolphins getting punished for it. But like the New York Giants and Denver Broncos are in way deeper, you know what. Like the Giants, there's literally proof that they hired the white guy, Brian Dable, before they even interviewed Brian Flores. That's such a bad look. That is such a bad look. The Denver Broncos allegedly came late to an interview with him. I Apparently they said like someone was like, like, like it was just so unprofessional. Like the things about the Dolphins have nothing really to do with race. And I think Brian Flores again is just mad because he thinks he was fired because of those things. Yet the Dolphins labeled it as like the, the again, the, using their words, the angry black man was hard to work with. I don't really, I don't think that's the scenario at all. In fact, behind the scenes, they've talked glowingly about you to other teams and they kept you for three years. 
Like no one, no one thought that like you, like Brian Flores was the angry black man. I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I was just like, oh, you're an asshole. I don't care about the color of your skin. Assholes come in all shapes and sizes, all colors. And you were an asshole. You were horrible to work with. No one liked working with you. You were impossible to get along with. And we got rid of you. No different than getting rid of a Matt Patricia or a Josh McDaniel or a Bill O'Brien. You were impossible to work with and we didn't want to keep you. The Giants, again, I it, it, uh, and this isn't me sticking up for, you know, the white guy or anything, but I think the Giants had, like, it was well documented that the Giants owner wanted Brian Flores. But ultimately, for the success of, success of his franchise, he chose Brian Dable because Brian Dable had worked with the GM that they just hired. It made sense. You still haven't hired, uh, uh, what do you call it? You still haven't been hired yet for the Houston Texans, if that's a possibility. So again, like I just have an issue with the Dolphins being involved in this. I don't really know why we are. Regardless, Stephen Ross should sell the team. The dude's a clown. Uh, of course, he's involved in another allegation. But again, I'm not going to get mad that the dude tried to get the greatest quarterback of all time on our team. I'm I'm laughing at him because he didn't know how to tank the right way. He hired the wrong coach to tank, and on top of it, he tried to pay him, which is such a stupid move. But like what? I'm going to get mad that in theory, the principle is he wanted to tank and he wanted to tamper, which every team does. He wanted the greatest quarterback of all time. No, I'm sorry. Everyone else can be upset about it. I'm not going to. I'll be upset about the actual stuff in the case, not with the Dolphins, about how the, there's only one black head coach in the NFL, and that's the stupidest thing ever. How the Dolphins didn't even interview Eric Bieniemy. How other teams like the Texans haven't even interviewed Eric Bieniemy, even though he's way more qualified than half these guys getting jobs. I'll get upset about that type of stuff. But no, I'm not going to come sit here on the podcast and say the Dolphins are like horrible for wanting Joe Burrow or horrible for wanting Tom Brady. No, you were an idiot. You didn't know how to tank the proper way. You hired the wrong guy. You were stupid enough to try to pay him, which is a dumb move. That's what I'm upset about. But like, I'm not going to act like they do anything that any other NFL team doesn't. And the sad truth is, while I do agree with, again, majority of what Brian Flores is saying of bringing issues to light about the the injustice that is in the NFL when it comes to hiring coaches of, of color, like the reality is, is even though I uh, strongly agree with it, like he's probably just going to get blackballed from the NFL. And I worry because again, like look at Colin Kaepernick, he sued the NFL so many times and nothing has changed. Nothing has happened. So like, I just worry that all of this is going to really be for nothing. Not much is going to change in the hiring cycles. And, you know, Brian Flores is going to be blackballed from the NFL. Um, but again, in regards to the Dolphins involvement in this, uh, again, what what is it proof? It, there, there's nothing new. Like Stephen Ross is a horrible owner. Of course, he failed to tank, which every team does at one point or another. Of course, he failed to do it the right way, right? I'm not going to get mad at the dude. I, I will not get mad at all that he tried to tamper and get Tom Brady. That I don't care about at all. The tanking thing I care about because he was stupid enough to try to pay his coach, which is a horrible look. Well, I'm going to get mad that he tried to tamper and get Tom Brady. No, I'm sorry. I can't. There's nothing in my body that says there's a problem with that. Maybe you are mad about it. Me, Anthony, I'm not mad that my owner invited his head coach on a yacht to try to get him to 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 sign Tom Brady to our team. Like the greatest quarterback of all time wanted to play for us. And your head coach said no because, again, his, his ties with Bill Belichick. So I'm not going to get mad at Stephen Ross about that. I laugh at Stephen Ross because he's an idiot and didn't know how to tank the proper way. Um, and the measures he tried to go to, to tank are horrible. But again, like as far as this case, like I, I don't really see long-term what the, the major consequences for our team are going to be. Um, now as far as head coaching, I want to finish with this. Um, and if you've stayed till the end of the podcast, hats off to you, because this is probably the most important thing. Uh, I reached out to, um, the person I talked to on the last podcast that told me like the Dolphins are very interested in hardball. 
They He talked to a former NFL head coach who's going up for jobs right now that said, yeah, the Dolphins are trying to get hardball. He didn't say the Dolphins will get hardball. But based off of that and the odds, I was like, yeah, Harbaugh will for sure be the coach by Thursday or Friday. I reached out to him yesterday with all of this stuff up in the air now. I said, any chance Harbaugh or McDaniel comes to this team now? Shake my head. And he put McDaniel for sure, yes. Harbaugh is out on Miami, most likely either going to Minnesota or staying in Michigan. So Harbaugh's out on the Dolphins. He's not coming here. Um, McDaniel is still set to interview on Thursday. And if I were the Dolphins, the fact that he even wants to still interview for you, um, is shocking. If I were them, I wouldn't let him leave. If I were them, he would come in for his last interview. I would explain to him what's going on with this whole case, the allegations, you know, give him the whole spiel of why he shouldn't worry. And then I would, I would not let him leave without a contract. Go into the go into the weekend with you know him as your coach, and then start focusing on the Senior Bowl and free agency. Um, now again, I don't know. I don't know what the implications are going to do regarding to players wanting to come here or players wanting to leave. Again, if I'm a player, I don't really care about this. What am I going to care about that my own? Like, yeah, I'm going to be pissed that my owner tried to pay my coach to lose. Yes. But like, again, I'm also trying to make money and, you know, again, I don't know if players are going to try to leave now because of this. The Dolphins are actively shopping Devontae Parker. Um, They're probably not going to keep Mike Kosicki and Xavier Howard wants to leave regardless. So like, I'm not really sure what players like. I don't think like Jalen Waddle and Javon Holland and, you know, Tua are now going to be like, I want to trade from the team Uh, because again. Whether you agree with what Ross did or not, a lot of players hated Flores. You can believe that or not believe that. A lot of players hated Flores. He had favorites in the building like Byron Jones, you know, Jerome Baker, Raekwon Davis, but a lot of players, basically everyone on the offensive side of the ball, veterans like Xavier Howard, you know, Emmanuel Ogba, couldn't stand him. And so... You know, I don't I think a lot of players are just going to be happy he's gone. I don't know what the impacts are going to be long term for this team. Ross should sell the team regardless though, of these allegations because he doesn't know how to be an owner. Um, So, yeah, that's really my whole, uh, you know, just in hot, in summary. You know, the NFL needs to fix their hiring system. There is no excuse to have one black head coach in the NFL. There's no excuse to have zero black owners. It's pathetic. It's embarrassing. And I'm embarrassed to to be an NFL fan because of it. As far as the Dolphins involvement in this case, it's pretty weak. Again, yeah, it's horrible. You know, it's horrible that, you know, Stephen Ross tried to pay Brian Flores $100,000 for every loss. Uh, It's horrible that, you know, the NFL doesn't care that, you know, Tyreek Hill abused his girlfriend in college. And he's still a star in the NFL. It's not fair that, you know, Jamar Chase had allegations earlier in preseason that he was beating his fiance or his girlfriend. And now everyone's like cheering for him every day. It's not fair that, you know, Deshaun Watson was still being interested in being traded for while having 22 civil lawsuits against him. There's a lot of stuff in the NFL that's busted and it's not fair. But again, the fact that Brian Flores is like pinning it on the Dolphins, like, hey, only you guys are tr- are paying, you know, coaches to try to tank or only you guys are tampering. Like, again, you can believe that, Bri- that you know, Stephen Ross is the only owner who tried to tamper or tank. He was stupid in how he tried to tank. Every owner tries to tank at one point or another. Every owner tampers. Everyone does. Okay, especially Brian Flores should know that coming from New England. So again, my overall thoughts on the case when it pertains to the Dolphins, it's kind of weak, but at the end of the day, I I hope it gets Ross uh, to step down as owner. I hope that happens because he should step down as owner. And then as far as the rest of the case, you know, I hope something changes because again, it's ridiculous that someone like Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a job and only and got less interviews than someone like Brian Dable. It's ridiculous that there's only one black head coach in the NFL. 
But again, I don't see how it changes. And I worry, I fear that because of this case, all that's going to happen is Brian Flores is going to get blackballed. You know, they joke around and say they're going to stick bigger decals on the back of helmets. And I don't know, like, uh, how can you tell a billionaire you have to hire someone because of the color of their skin? Like, it's it's hard and it's wrong. But like, uh, again, like, I just I don't really see what the solution is or what the ultimate outcome of this is. But, you know, I I really do side with Brian Flores, though, in a lot of this, because, again, I hope that because of what he said about the Dolphins, I hope it forces Ross to resign because he should. Like, if this is the reason Ross resigns, Flores will be my hero. And I'm happy with what Flores said about the rest of the team. Um, or the, the rest of the teams. Like, he needs to bring it to light that this is wrong. Uh, I just think that, like, it was unnecessary to bring the Dolphins into it. Um, and, yeah. So, I'm going to stop rambling. That's really it for the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I really hope that, again, I, I kind of tried to, you know... Be careful of what I said because it is a sensitive topic and I hope people understand how I truly feel about the issue when it comes to, you know, racial injustice in the NFL. I've been one of the only podcasters to talk about how happy I am that we have a diverse staff. So I hope people understand that. And um, yeah, it's just crazy, but we'll see where it goes from here. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Fins up. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, cause we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami